Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. But well, the first thing I want to talk about is refusing a council house. Now, councils across Ireland are taking a long, are taking longer and spending more time finding tenants for vacant social housing. The annual report of the National Oversight and Audit Commission shows that the average time for a tenant leaving a council house to a replacement paying their first rent is now over 34 weeks, up, to, up from 32 weeks in 2020. And the report also shows that 3% of council houses lie vacant at one time. Some 4,448 local authority dwellings were unoccupied last December out of a total housing stock of 141,000 owned by councils. A vacancy rate of 3.2%, which was effectively unchanged from the previous year. A lot of that, by the way, is to do with the fact that they'll put boards in the windows and all that kind of thing because they have to do them up to a certain standard. You know, I mean, if you're renting out a house privately or buying a house privately, you obviously do a snag list. But it's the same for the council. They have to do it up to a certain standard, even though people are getting it for book she, as they say. They still have to do it up to a certain standard, you know. And people say, oh, I don't want that kitchen in there. I wanted the green one. And all that. You know what I mean? But the other issue in relation to this, by the way, is that a Cork City councillor in January said that people who refuse council housing should be barred from receiving another house for two years. The call came from Fine Gael's Deirdre Ford after councillors heard that an increasing number of housing refusals were causing difficulty and delays in the allocation of council houses to other people in Cork City councils uh, who are on the waiting list. But the figures obtained at the time from the Irish Examiner showed that almost a third, 28% of all housing offers made by the council last year were actually refused. And that figure is pretty much the same across the board because a Kerry Council, County Councillor also said the same thing and he believed applicants for social housing should be removed from the waiting list for two years if they refuse two council houses. And he's an independent councillor, Brendan Cronin, and he made the statement at the council's monthly meeting where councillors approved a new policy document. Uh, and he said because, oh uh, yeah, he says that uh, Derren Development in Killarney offers for 38 of the 83 houses and apartments were refused by council house applicants on almost a 50% refusal rate. Now, some of the reasons that people refuse a house are, and the funniest one I heard was, this is the truth of God, right? The, a family were being offered a council house, but they told the council, you're grand, we won't be back from Spain till the end of the summer, so give it to someone else. That's the truth of God. Other reasons, not enough bedrooms for each child for privacy. So if they have three kids and it's a couple, they want like a four-bedroom house. They want a bedroom for each kid as well as themselves. The, the days of bunk beds are gone and shared in rooms. And the garden is too small for a trampoline, too close to an ex-partner who may have been violent, not near my mother's house, not close enough to the school, or they just don't like the area because there's a lot of antisocial behaviour in it. There are some of the reasons that have been given. There are many reasons, but there are just some of the reasons that have been given by people in relation to refusing council houses. Now, there was a suggestion, not only from Deirdre Ford, but from many others in the past, that this idea that you can refuse two, but you must take the third, should be gone completely. And that it should be just a case of, you know, when you get offered a house, that you have to take it. There is an argument against that. Look, look, it might not be in a nice area. And I suppose if you're a family and you've got two kids and you're being offered a house in a really bad area where there's a lot of antisocial behaviour, you're going to fight tooth and nail to make sure you don't go into it. The other problem is, is so many people are on HAP nowadays on the Housing Assistance Programme that the house you're being offered by the council because you've been on the waiting list may not be as good as the one you're renting on HAP or as nice or in a nice enough area. So you're kind of a bit spoiled in a sense. 
And the new house that you're being offered might not be in a nice area, like the one you're renting. So you're going to hang on and you're going to wait till you're offered the right one. Or I've heard of people, I remember I had a girl on the show here one day, going back a few years ago, and she had six children. And they were sleeping in a car. And all because she wanted a house in Tala. And I was saying to her at the time, you may remember, like, would you take a house in Lusk or Balbriggan or Inglis or so? No, I want a house in Tala. Well, then I said, you're not homeless, are you? Because you have been offered houses in other places. You just want one in Tala. And that just can't continue. Because as you all know, there's a housing crisis. There's a shortage of houses. There just isn't enough of them. So when you're being offered one, it's kind of thankful for small mercies, maybe. So should people be allowed to re- continue to refuse housing? When you see figures of a third or 50% of people being offered houses are refusing them because it's not in the right area or not close enough to their family or not close enough to the school. Do you think that's fair? Let me know what you think. Maybe you've been in that situation. You've been offered a council house and it's a kip. I'd like to know, all right, there's a reason why you refused it. I'd love to know those genuine reasons as to why people are refusing housing when so many people are refusing them. When you're supposed to be homeless. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Should people have to take the first house? That is the real question. Even if it's in a bad area that I want to live in. Let me know what you think. There was 087-188-0008. WhatsApp or text now. Yes, you believe they should have to take it. First choice. Or no, they should have a choice, Niall. Come on, be fair, Niall. Let me go to Eileen. Eileen, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Eileen? Hi, Niall. Good. Eileen, should people have the right, you know, to refuse two houses? Not two. Okay. One I, one I can understand because in a lot of, I won't say a lot of houses in states, in some severe antisocial behaviour, which there's nothing been done about it. Yeah. Now, if I had a, a young family and I was off the house in a very bad area, I would fear for my children's safety. The councils and the guards need to come down an antisocial behaviour in, in the house place and throw them out. They're never going to, but they, but they don't throw people out. This is the problem. They just don't. This is the problem, but it's in their written handbooks. Yeah, but here's, yeah, but here's the thing, Eileen. Right, let's say you're in an area, right? And let's say Cherry Orchard, because we all know Cherry Orchard's had a lot of antisocial issues at the moment. So I don't want to be picking on an area, but that's just been in the news recently, right? So let's say you're offered a house and you've got three kids and you're offered a house in Cherry Orchard. And you don't particularly want to go there, even though most of the people are lovely people, but you don't want to go there because of what's going on. Or, or let's say there's a family in there and they're kicking off constantly every night of the week and they've got three little courier kids. If they move that family out of there, they have to put them somewhere else. They can't put them out on the streets. So, do you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't, all you're doing when you move somebody out of a council house that's causing a problem is move the problem to another area. Now, if you were in a private house and you're being evicted for whatever reason by court order, nobody cares where you go. No. Yeah, but that's, well, that's, well that's, that's because you're in a private house and that's what you pay for, isn't it, I suppose? Yes, but if you can be evicted by law, you should be evicted by law from a council house if you're a couple yeah, but you're back on Yeah, but if you're evicted by the council, you're back on the housing list again. Yes. Uh, and, but, and you also have to rent somewhere out and the council will have to pay a HAP. So they can't well, deny well, a no, place to live. You see, that's, that's the wrong thing now. If yeah. you're evicted, you should be entitled to have. But so what, you should yeah, be but, entitled to go on the council list for yeah, 10 but what years. But what are you going to do with a family, a mother and father and three gurrier kids? Let's say they're evicted from a council house for bad behaviour. What do you do? Just leave them out in the street? Yeah. Can't do that either. Of course you can. Well, it's not the kids' fault. But in the... And the kids are a courier. They don't deserve to be there. They're in everyone else and bringing the place down. 
I, I understand the principle of what you're saying, but realistically, that's never going to happen because they're not going to put people so, out on so, the streets. So a lovely young family can be moved in, in alongside these couriers and have to oh, with nightmares yeah. 24-7. Yeah. yeah. No, that's wrong. That's wrong now. I know. I'm in a council house here in Clare. The first house I was offered, I did turn it down. And what can, I, can you tell me the reason you turned it down? Well, it was an absolute kip. It was a kip. Kip. I was on my own with my kids, and I, I would have preferred an area that I grew up in. No, just the other side of town. Now, eventually, I did get a house in the side of town I wanted, and the house was another kip. There was those cheap drawers were patched up. All I had in my kitchen was a sink and one countertop. There wasn't a press to be seen, nothing. There was rubbish buried in the garden. When I went to view the house now, I couldn't even win the doors. I had to climb in the window. Oh, but I took that house because I could see potential in it. Right. Which now, which now turns out it's a pirate house. Well, just neither oh, here nor there at the moment. Jay, you've been unlucky, Eileen, haven't you? Uh, yep. So what is it? Fall, so it's a pirate house. So is it falling apart on you? Yeah. And so what's what's your options now? Uh, wait and see what comes from the government. What comes from the council? Yeah, but I it's, yeah, but it, out, I. It's not your. It's not yours, so you're not going to rebuild it, are you? Well, I wouldn't have the money to rebuild no, the house. Of course, you wouldn't. Nobody no. else that has a pirate house has that money. Mm. Yeah, but it, but but it's not your job to rebuild it anyway. It's the council's if it's a council house. And this is where the problem is going to be. Where so so they're going to have to find you somewhere to live. But they're going to have to find you somewhere. Is it unsafe, Eileen? It, no, it's safe enough at the moment. It okay. is safe enough at the moment. Of course, okay. it's cracking every day. Jesus. But come back, come back to it. I mean. So, but let me go back to your first one, okay? Let me go back to the first. So, you said, I'm assuming when you sign up for a a council house, you give them a choice of where you would like to live, right? They'll ask you where you'd like to live. Now, that's not always possible. So, like, if they didn't have a house where you want to live, and a family or you or whatever are asked to, well, look, here's one here, but it's 10 miles away, but sure, look, to hell with it, at least it's a house. Should you not have to take it? If there was pain from the circumstances of each family line, I mean, you can't... You could have a, a parent there with a special child 10 miles outside the town with no access to transport. It's very hard. But people do that all the time, privately, when they can't afford a house near where, you know, they want to go. I know, but I have a child with special needs. If I didn't drive and I was 10 miles outside the town and trying to get in and out to appointments would be a nightmare for me. But, that, but people have to do that all the time, Eileen. I know they do, but... Once, uh, I think you should have one time. I, I mean, it's more expensive to live near a town. Everybody knows that, okay? So when young people buy houses nowadays, even if they have a child with special needs or somebody's a carer or whatever, they have to live within their means. So if they can't afford a house near a town, they just buy a house a little bit out and they figure out how they can get in and out. Yeah, but that's their choice. If they're buying a house, if you're getting a council, you don't have a choice. So what? Now, the difference here in Clare at the moment is there's a thing called uh, choice basis. Okay. So when houses are coming on the market, people express an interest in those houses. So you ask, you're getting to choose. So if there's 30 houses and 50 people are in, well, we know 30 of those people are going to get the house. It's like a lottery, yeah. 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 You, there's no thing is you're going to be totally offered, unless it's really an emergency situation. But they're bringing houses up to such standards now. But I, I, see, what I can't understand new. is when I'm, people are listening today and they're saying, you know, my son and daughter are buying a house at the moment or whatever, right? And they're saying they don't get to pick and choose. They buy a house where they can afford to buy a house. Yet it seems with council housing, 
people are turning them down. 30% in Cork, 50% in Killarney. I mean, I'm looking at some of the refusal rates around the country. It's ridiculous. I mean, at a time where people are desperate for a house and people are turning them down. Because, well, and the reason they're turning them down is not because they're on the streets. It's because they're renting a, ha- a house on HAP, which yep. is probably better than the one they're being offered. Oh, that, that's for sure. I've, I've seen friends in HAP houses and, my God, they're fabulous. Yeah, but that's only meant to be temporary. The government can't keep paying HAP all the time. Sure, we're paying millions in HAP oh, every no, month, no, the no, private no, landlords. I mean, it, is, it is ridiculous, but we need to speed up the turnaround of doing house stuff. Houses can be empty engine from six months to two years. Well, the, yeah, well, but, that, the but that's because of, yeah, yeah, but a lot of that's to do with the, a lot of that's to do with the demands of people who are getting them. But it's not just that, Nile. I mean, since the council let go of their own workers, their own maintenance men, they're now putting out to private contractors. That's right. So you're waiting in line for that house to be ready. It could take months. But I, I know, of, I know of a situation of a council house that was well, it was actually a new house which was being given to somebody on the council, um, on the council list, and she went in and she didn't like the colour of the kitchen. And they ripped the whole kitchen out and put another one in. Well, I wish you'd have done that for me when I moved into mine. Oh, bonkers. Bonkers stuff, Eileen. Stay there for a second. Uh, okay, Eileen believes there's genuine reasons. Let me know what you think. The number's 87 188 Morris, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Morris? Good afternoon, Noel. How are you? You've been listening to Eileen there. You know, what, yeah. the first house she refused wasn't in the area she wanted anyway, it was Kip. Unfortunately, she's in a pyrite house now, which doesn't... I know, so, yeah. yeah. You couldn't get any worse looks as you, but... Um, yeah. I think because of the housing crisis that's going on here for years, that it was let get out of control. And then all of a sudden it comes to a, a pinhead when there's a, a nation of people being housed here whose country has been ripped apart by war. And people are pointing the finger. Oh, look, you have to look after their own force before we... Look yeah, we'll them. always blame somebody. Yeah, you yeah. Always, yeah, you'll always look for somebody else to point the attention. Yeah, I, remember, I was telling Luke on the phone when I text in there, I remember years ago in Dublin, anywhere in the country, in the newspapers, right? You'd see transfer requests. Somebody look at the transfer from a house in Ballymun to a house in Tallaght. Well, I remember that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Movement yeah. fees were covered. I think that should go in. But I'll tell you one thing that should be done away with. They should knock on the head for at least three years the refusal of a house twice. You're offered a house, you take it, or you go to the bottom of the list. Do away with this, I'll wait until I get what I want business. Because there's houses lying idle. Can you imagine a house like you told us already in the facts? 75 weeks line idle. Look at all that rent money gone down drying. Well, I'm looking here that this annual report yeah. out today is saying it takes 34 weeks to find somebody for the house because people are refusing. In other words... And, pe- and people are on housing this 10, 20, 30 years. Oh, yeah, but, but yeah, it's not the council's fault. It's people are refusing oh, them so then they have to go through the process do again. Do refusal clause. Do yeah. away with the refusal clause while there's a housing crisis going on and saying, listen, I'm getting you a house in this area. That's there for you and your family. It's quite suitable. Go in and have a look at it. If you don't take it, I'm giving it to somebody else and you're going to the bottom of the list. Yeah, and, and, and also, of course, it, there's a turnaround. The problem with the turnaround as well is they have to yeah. fix them up from previous tenants who might erect it. I remember you telling yeah. me somebody was offered a house in Cork and you refused it because there was no view of the sea. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and it didn't have a sea view. That's right. Yes, I remember. No, that was in Galway, wasn't it? I think I remember that. There was Cork as well because there was no room for the trampoline somewhere. Oh, that's right, yeah. There was another one refused and one of the reasons was given. You couldn't make this up that there wasn't enough room in the kitchen for their American-style fridge. And listen till I tell you, you know what is going to be a glut of houses and a glut of accommodation? When all these people are repatriated back to Ukraine when the war is over, every one of them wants to go home. They don't want to stay here. Of course they But they do love the Irish people for putting out the hand of caring to them. And we're a nation that has been torn apart ourselves by war. So we know what it is to have nothing. 
What about what about what, well, what about what Eileen is saying? Sorry, Morris, for interrupting. What about yeah. Eileen is saying? She has a child with special needs, and yeah. the child has to go in for the odd appointment into town. So she wanted yeah. a house close to town. So now she she's uh, well, far away. Town, ha- Eileen, how far from, you, from the town are you? No, I'm actually in the town, Eileen. As I said, I'm lucky. I drive, but if I was given a house outside town, yeah, I mean there was real scary here. Two and three appointments. So, so Anybody that has a child with special needs, and I like Eileen, because I have a son myself with autism, he's 25 now, and I have to go and get look after him, and I, I'm still looking for... Yeah, but you still have to bring him for appointments yourself, you don't you? Yeah, exactly, but what I'd say to you is, with the, with the situation now in the country, why can't the councils come to a family like Eileen and say, listen, your young has special needs, right? We're going to give you a house in this area, and we're going to get a local transport company to bring you back and forward to the appointments. Something like that. Even a Lewis card or a bus card. No, hang on for a second, Morris. Yeah. There are people out there buying houses who have children with special needs. They yeah. don't get free transport in and out of town. I'm talking I mean, about what, what do you want to do? Send a limo out for people? Transport. Yeah. With the greatest yeah. respect, we do provide transport, generally speaking, say for schooling for children with special needs and all that kind of stuff as well. We're very good at that, okay? Compared to most countries. But you, what you're saying to me is, you want to pander to somebody because no. they don't want to live too far away from their child give with special needs as doctor. To, no, give them an incentive to take a house. You shouldn't have to give them an incentive. The incentive is they're homeless. Oh, the no, no, people are not homeless. And anyone no. buying a house has a choice where they want to buy it. Don't say they can't afford it. You have money. I have yeah. a niece who bought a house uh, two years ago, I think it was. She was town born and bred. She bought a house out the countryside. Yeah, of and course. She, that's where she yeah. wants. No, because she wanted to. Yeah, but that's her choice if she's paying for it. Yes, but, yeah, but if you're not paying for it, the choice shouldn't be the same. The, the choice, if, you, if you're paying for it, you choose whether you live in town or you live Absolutely. in the Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, but when you're a council tenant, you really don't get a choice. But, but well, you you have, should, you Yeah, have, but you shouldn't get the same choice. Well, are you, suge- are you suggesting you should? No, you should be at least given one choice. No, not no, everyone has money. Not everyone has money now to put a car on the road to bring their children to appointments. As I said, when my young fellow was, was younger, I had two, three appointments in town in, in Innes. Often I had to go to Limerick with him. Yeah. Now, buses do not get me to and from Limerick. I know. I had, a, I, had a daughter with, I had a daughter with special needs as well when she was yeah. young. And, and, you know, we had to bring her to appointments and stuff like that as well. But that's just something you have to figure out. Yeah, but if you don't have the money to bring your child to an appointment, what who do you do now? Who doesn't have the money to bring their child on a bus to an appointment? Uh, sometimes I didn't have it. So you, you don't... But you have a car now, haven't you? I have a car now. I'm lucky. I scrimped and saved and I, bo- I borrowed... How would you not scrimp yeah. and saved for the bus fare? Could you not? I'm not being mean. No, I'm just saying. I, like. I, I didn't have it because I had less money then. When you Sometimes were checking out now, we'll get a bus pass, domiciliary care lounge. You're entitled to a bus pass with domiciliary care lounge. That's if the child is 16. Before no. that, mm. they don't have that pass. No, under yeah. under 16, you get domiciliary care allowance. Yeah, but the point he's making is you get domiciliary care allowance to make up for those expenses that you might have to bring them to appointments. Yeah, but hold on a minute now. Yeah. That's when you know about those things. My child was eight years of age before I was informed of any of these. So before that, I've had to bring him to and from appointments. Living on social welfare, because of it, he's a special age child, I could not work. No, I, I have a nephew who just bought his own house in Dublin. 460,000. 
he paid for a house yeah, in Dublin yeah. in Dublin 15 yeah. at 28 years of age that's a rope around his neck till he's 70 Morris with the greatest respect Morris I, I, I'm kind of getting a bit tired of this thing all the time you know feeling sorry okay. I mean don't get me wrong it's difficult for people you yeah. buy a house but it was oh, always di- it, but, uh, Morris it was always difficult oh well you understand that yeah. but did you ever think we'd live in an age where somebody would be buying a house 40 grand off a half a million in Ireland, a yeah, yeah but place. if I go what back thirty, yeah, but if I go back thirty-five years ago when I got my first house or whatever it was, yeah, it was fifty grand, and that I would have said, and I was earning a hundred and fifty a week. Would I have said at that time I was going, Jesus, fifty thousand? That's like a, that's a nearly, nearly halfway to a hundred thousand. Nobody would have that, that. I mean, do you know I mean, it's put things into context here. Yeah, my man and dad bought their house in Ballyfermot fifty years ago. For yeah. fifteen hundred pounds, one thousand five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come we d- on, that was we dab on our corporation house for sixteen hundred in the eighties. There yeah. you go. Yeah. The same thing. The same thing. You know. But listen, I'm not going to say it. The usual thing: beggars can't be choosers. I think they should do away with the refusal thing for two years, three years, and then when all the property that's been rented, they, well, do you agree with Deirdre Ford? Back in and Deir- let people transfer whatever they want. Well, Fede Gales, Deirdre Ford, last January said anybody who refuses the house should be barred from the waiting list for two years. Now, cancel the, the refusal list for two years, take what you're given, and then we look at it two years down the road when all the people are repatriated back to the country that's not longer than you in war. All right, okay, I'm going to take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Some of the texts we did. Eileen, Eileen is just coming up for excuse after excuse. Ah, look, she was in a genuine, desperate situation. So he says, no, I think it's absolute and utter nonsense. I have two children with special needs. We bought our own house, but we couldn't buy a house anywhere close to a city because we couldn't afford it. We have to figure it out. And that's kind of what I was saying, isn't it? Uh, no, I think you're being really unfair. I've got three children, just as you mentioned at the start of the show. Why would I want two children in one bedroom? Why, why wouldn't you want two children in one bedroom? is my question to you. What's wrong with having two children in one bedroom? I'm assuming if you have three children, two of them are the same gender, if you know what I mean. Because there isn't three genders, although some people have you believe there is. But two of them are the same gender. So you've got either two boys and a girl or two girls and a boy. So the two girls can be in the same room but the two boys can be in the same room, depending on what you have. So you only need a three-bed house. You don't need a four-bed house. Absolute and utter codswallop. Should people be uh, given the opportunity to refuse two houses or should they just have to take the one they're given? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 All right, so we have messages coming in on WhatsApp as well. Oh, see that? They just don't want to play for me, do they? That's the way it always works out, isn't it? I'll try that again. Just give it another shot. No, I think another thing that council could do mm-hmm. is to lift that... Um, uh, restriction on you know you can only um, apply for a council house in your own you know saviour in Galway you can only apply to Galway County Council you can't apply yeah, to Dublin yeah, good idea. but if yeah. those houses aren't being taken up then they should go to other counties they should open it up then if people mm-hmm. in that county are turning them down it should yeah. be opened up then to people that might want to relocate somewhere else absolutely I think that would help solve some of the issues. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. What a great idea. They should, because at the moment you can only apply for a house in your own council area, but absolutely you should be able to apply for one in a different area if people are refusing in the other area and this house is available. Mr. Nile. Yes. Um, I don't know if you remember the days when people who used to work have more 
than people who not used to work at all. Remember those days? Now we, it seems like we're going to, for a completely different direction, mm -hmm. and the people who didn't, who's not working, are having more than people who are working. Yeah. In my opinion, the people who don't want to have the house because of A, B, or C should be cancelled from the list and afforded by themselves instead of giving out that this is all, this is A, B, or C is wrong. It's absolutely nonsense. It is. Absolutely nonsense. You don't like it? Lumbers. Do it by yourself. Yeah. Love the show. Thanks. Thanks, that. That's a good, uh, he, he makes a really good point, by the way. There, there, was, there was a time, Robert, is that his name? There was a time uh, where people who worked hard you know, obviously had a better lifestyle because you worked hard for that lifestyle. You know, you could buy your house in your leafy suburb. Now it doesn't really matter anymore. Hmm. Yes. Hi, Niall. Um, I found myself in need of uh, assistance in relation to council housing when I was in the UK at one point. Um, I was on an emergency housing list and they were brilliant. They got me somewhere, um, wasn't in... A great area or whatever like this but I was told that if I refused I would be taken off the emergency list put onto the bottom of the standard list mm -hmm. and therefore would be waiting years so I would go from being at the top to the bottom uh, if I refused so needless to say I accepted and dealt with it all right thank you bye so you, I, I think I'm assuming you're saying deal with it, yeah. And if you want to better yourself, well, then that's entirely up to you. Um, no, I, I get that. You know, somebody else is here. And I'm a single man. Um, I recently, eventually, got myself a council house. It wasn't in a nice area, so I refused it. I am now waiting for another option. So, okay, you're you're a single man and you refused it. I, I'm not too sure if you'd kids. What kind of there's reasons there? All right. I don't know why. If you want something better, I suppose, you know, you're going to have to... I don't know whether you're working or not. You're just going to have to get a good job, I suppose, and buy somewhere nice. Isn't it? But isn't that the way things work? You know, the, the harder you work, you know, the better something might be. Anyway, John, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How did you do, John? How are you, Niall? How's things? Good. Now, John, you were in a council house yourself. I was. Okay. I was. Do you believe people should be able to choose? Uh, in certain circumstances, I, I'll tell you my story really quick. Um, I had a partner, a long-term partner, a couple of kids. Uh, we were privately renting for a long time. Um, uh, landlord, the usual stuff. We had to move from house to house. Eventually, we got a, a council house. Uh, we took the first opportunity that we could, um, moved into the house. Uh, as they do, they deck the house out brand new for you. Everything in the house um, seemed fine, seemed great. Uh, until a couple of weeks later, we noticed a family not too far away from the house um, into all crazy types of antisocial behaviour. And you're right. talking like maybe 20, 30 people outside the house every drug night of the you're week. You're talking drug dealing. Drug dealing. Yeah. Uh, okay. We couldn't have, we couldn't have a, the two kids, we couldn't let them outside the front of the house for years and years. We lived there for about, I don't know, well, I lived there for about seven years until it took a toll on my relationship. Um, and it broke the relationship. It was, it was, the partner wasn't willing to move. Um, I couldn't bear it anymore because the cars were being damaged. And why, did, why didn't you, I don't want to go too much deeply into it, but why didn't your partner want to move? She, um, she liked the area, she, but she was like the people or something. From, from, from the area, I'm not oh, okay. too far from the oh, area okay. myself, but okay. it, was, it was handy for her, the schools were handy and, you know, she she'd settled at that point. But for me, the most important thing was the kids. Yeah, so, of course. Um, trying to get the kids out was a different story. Uh, so about five, six years ago, uh, it broke the relationship. Um, I moved out. Now, this is, this, is, this is not before I'd made multiple complaints. I actually installed 2,000 euros worth of 
security onto the house. Um, I was onto the antisocial unit in uh, in the council building multiple times. I had CCTV footage. I had Garda report. And what was the, uh, what was the reason they gave you that they weren't going to do antibiotics? Um, the legislation had changed uh, in favour of the tenants. Um, they had to go to court. Uh, there's multiple court uh, procedures they had to go through before they could evict them. And that family is still living there. Five years on. Make it life miserable for everybody around them. For everybody in the estate. Every, and everybody well, it, only t- it only takes one bad family, family on the street, you know. You know? Well, it, it, it's shocking because as far as I'm concerned, but, you know, it, it, we, we talk about, on the, on, I'm listening to the show all morning, um, and you're talking about people should, should um, if they refuse a house, they should put it at the bottom of the list, so on. So on. Well, no, I didn't, well, I didn't say Deirdre Ford said that in Cork, but go on anyway. Yeah. But, well, she's wrong, <laughs> yeah. so straight out. Unless she's been in a situation like the one I've been in, uh, she needs to pipe down, to be honest with you. The guards and... But uh, do, do you not think, I mean, I'm listening to you and and it sounds genuine, right? And you've gone through a it tough time. Genuine, and by yeah. the way, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that you've gone through a tough time and it damaged your relationship, destroyed well, your just, relationship. I've moved, I've moved, just to say, I've moved out of that area and I've actually moved to the country myself um, and I'm renting privately now. And myself. life is different. Oh, it's tough. Shock and cheese, yeah. But, but the, the point is, the, the system is abused. Now, it wasn't being abused it by is. you. I'm not saying suggesting for a minute it is. But when you hear yeah. stupid excuses like, it's not near my mother's house, or yeah. it's not big enough for, for, you know, the three kids we want a four-bed house. That, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I, could, I could live with, you know, if, if somebody's moving into an area where there's a lot of antisocial behaviour. But in saying that, when houses become available in those areas, what are you supposed to do? Leave them empty? There's the, see, there's no, there's no regulation on it. They, 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 there's, there's a handbook that goes out amongst most councils stating that, you know, there's antisocial behaviour, there's a... If there's people with convictions or drug convictions or so on and so on, that they shouldn't actually get the property. But what actually happens is they manage to get to, to warm their way in one way or another. And once they've got their feet in the door, that's it. They destroy but, the whole okay, community but, and everything else. Well, then give me an answer to this question. I asked it earlier on, nobody seems to be able to answer it. Sorry. So, that family that, that yeah. was making life miserable for everybody on that road in your area, right? Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you believe should happen to that family? Eviction immediately. Okay, that's but, but yeah, place, okay, that's, that's fine. But where do they go? Where where would they go? A, a, a hotel where where all the rest of the people that are homeless right now that are actually probably families. I know I know of certain families that are in hotels with two kids. You know, and, and it's still in that situation. Is that, that fair? On, is that fair on the hotel to have a load of scumbags living in a drug dealing? Pro- probably not. But no. I mean, is, is it fair on the? Is it fair on the family? No, it's not fair on anybody. But, but all you're doing is moving the problem. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, that, sadly, that's the that's the world we live in. When we today in Ireland, we one problem is passed from one person to another. Well, they should be in the jail if the two be known. Yeah, they should. But look, we should be jailing all the politicians in that state. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. the case. You know, we can't do that. We do a whole so, show so on that one. But, but, but what I do think it, it should fall back on someone in the council. I mean, when I go down and I make, I know, I'm not even messing with you, I must have handed them two gigabytes worth of CCTV footage of multiple things going on in that estate, uh, multiple reports to the guard. I mean, the guards are coming up and taking people out of this house, raiding the house. They, they, they kicked in the side entrance, kicked in my, my fences, kicked in everything. The guards don't replace them. They just laugh at you when you say, look, you know, because they see you uh, and the council and this is being perfectly honest with you, and not in any way the council and the guards in those areas, they look as everybody else is saying. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And yeah. they don't care. Do you come out and complain? And, and I, I can understand from a human point of view why on one guard or kind of feel that way because they're used to dealing with it in that particular area or in that particular road or near that particular house. Exactly. So, and I understand that's just a human instinct. But do me a favour, stay there for a second. Let me go to James as well. James, you're an Ireland Classic yeah. Kids Radio. How are you doing, James? No, how's things, man? Uh, now, you've been listening there. I mean, in fairness, you know, John makes a good argument as to why you should be able to choose. Like, he ended up in a kip. Yeah, I understand that. And every, you know, 
every situation is going to be different. But the, the, the situation that I'm going to come from is this is the house that all I could afford. This is where I had to buy to get in there, to get on the ladder. Now, which is great, I got in there, but I had guys next door to me and, and further up laughing at me, getting out, heading for work at 6 in the morning, maybe 5 in the morning, and heading off. And they're going, well, why are you doing that like? We got this house forgotten. We got it from the council. I said, right, that's fine. I said, but lads, I want to better myself. I want to better my family. I want to make sure that, that they don't have what we had grown up. Yeah. Uh, and then I know you, they're talking about antisocial behaviour and stuff like that. I understand that. That's great. But I didn't get a chance to say, no, sorry, I don't want that house. You know, we're working hard. Yeah, you, took, you Ireland, took what you could afford. Yeah, what I could afford. The people of Ireland that are paying out our taxes. And some people have fallen on hard times. I understand that. Well, and even the it, time, you know, when the, the crash came, you know, people lost their houses. I understand that. But there is genuine people out there trying to work to, to, to take a house that they have to take. Well, sorry, let me just on that point. Sorry, John, you're still there, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm John, still here, yeah. So, John, when did, if I could ask you roughly what year you started your relationship and started to have a family and got the 2007, house? 2007, Okay, so, so house prices were quite expensive then, probably 350000 Yeah, they were, they were, yeah. Was it an option for you to buy a house? No, I was in training for work. Like, I, I work full-time now and I'm, I'm, I'm a trade person, but... Uh, Things, things are very different back then. And on top of that as well, you've got to take into consideration with some of these things. Like if you apply for a job around an area, they, once they see that address, once they see that area on your CV, they will reject you immediately. Mm. And it does not matter what. You know, no, I know, I know, I know. I'm originally from Edenmore. I never put Edenmore. Right. I, so I, never used to put Ed, I never used to put Edenmore on my CV years ago. Let me yeah. change now. But okay, yeah. so James, I can see the point John is making. Some people, okay, you were in a position, James, where I don't know how much your house was. At least was. you had a choice. You had a choice to buy his house somewhere. At least, you had, at least <laughs> money, money or not, he had it. He could have moved. To, he could have moved to Cork if he wanted and bought a house half price. But he chose to stay in Dublin. But when you go on a council list, I, I understand that. Okay, you know, you shouldn't be rejecting properties for for bouncy castles or for, you know. But in American this type fridges. of circumstance, this is crazy. Like you know, you, you you can't you can't expect a family of two two young kids to be put into a, a drug demon scumbag area like that. And for and for there to, to be no happy. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. I, well, well, hang on. Let him answer, James. You can't expect I, a family to put into a drug dealing area like that, you know. And and he wasn't in a financial position to buy a house. You were. No, yeah, I was, but I like when I'm talking about my house, I paid one hundred thirty thousand for it in a council estate, not a great council estate, but that's all I could afford. That's you know that's all the money I could get together, um, and I had money a standard geo driving machines. Yeah. That's all I could get. Yeah, you won't get um, a house. I, you won't get a shed for one hundred thirty thousand. No, that's almost no, back garden not, in Dublin. Not, no. Uh, yeah, and I had spoke with the council. I was in with the council, and uh, you know, could I get on a list? Could I? I have some money. Could I get some money off them? Maybe they'll buy it, and I'll buy it off them. Shared and, ownership or something. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And no, no, couldn't be. No, couldn't be got. No, sorry, you can't. You're not. You have to be on a housing list. And you have to be on it for four or five years. And earning less than a certain yeah. amount of money yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 But where, as I said, I was getting up, going to work, and just people laughing at you. Yeah. You know, you look out the door and they're laughing. So uh, are you saying what Robert said earlier on the message there, Robert had said, as far as he's concerned, people who don't work or work very little are doing better than him and he's working? Oh, they are 100%. 100% because you, you can see some people, and as I say again, uh, it's it's the, the guys that never worked a day in their life. They They know how they can get money. Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't think that's John's case, in fairness. Now. No, 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 I'm not blaming it. No, I'm not yeah. putting anybody in particular. I'm just saying... No, I, no guys, and, and it happens, people, and I understand that. Yeah, 
some of the people know how to rule this or how to work the system. I mean, it is a fair point, John. I'm certainly not, you know, insinuating that you're like that. But there are a lot of people out there playing the system. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. But again, if you're, if, you know, if, if you're playing the system, you're happy enough to stay in the, stay in the, in the shit. You know, I'm trying to say to you, I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to better your life, you get up, you get a job, you move yourself on, just like I did. I came from a situation where times were desperate. Like when I left the home, the family home, I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. I put myself into training. I, I, I you know, I got my life back together. And the, the one thing that, 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 that uh, inspired me to do it the most was the fact that I could not live in an area like that again. So, no, you I, know, I, I, I would have lived in a tent and I would have saved the extra money to get out of the account. I'd rather sleep in a car, to be honest. Honestly, I, you know, it's crazy. But uh, I think, like, my main point was about everything. I, like, I, I understand both sides of the story, but I think that there's someone to blame for it. And it, it lies with the councils and it lies with the Garda. And I know the Garda can say they don't have the resources. We all know the situation at the moment with the Garda. Um, but at the same time, uh, when it goes to court, there, there shouldn't be a such a long process to evict somebody that's... No, and, and, I, and I couldn't agree with you more, but... And life should be made as difficult as possible for families that are gurriers, right? But in saying that, it still comes back to the argument they have to live somewhere, unfortunately. You can't put them out on the street, particularly when there's minors involved. You can't just chuck them out on the street. And, you know, you said sure, shag them into a hotel, and as much as I'd love to say, yeah, I agree with you, it's not the hotel's fault either. They shouldn't have to deal with a load of drug dealers in their head. Move, in their head. move them out of the move them out of the area. Yeah, maybe set up maybe like I don't know, maybe sense. set up some little housing schemes out in the middle of nowhere and put them all in together. I don't know. Not, well you can't do that either. But I mean <laughs> put them in a house down in down, down anywhere outside of the comfort zone. So put them four counties away from where they should be and then and then that's a different story altogether. They have to start life over again like like you do. And it's a different pace of life down the country. It's a totally different story in Dublin. Some people I have had friends that have moved to the country and Yeah, okay. Sorry, John, I've I've run out of time. Listen, James, thank you very much indeed. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping the numbers oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Sorry, couldn't you short. Alright, just got time for some of your messages. Sorry, she's then did I speak over her or did she speak over me? I'm gonna say that she spoke over me. Hmm. Hi, you know, um, I was on the housing list for a, a lot of years. You were? And I got a council house um, in an area that I didn't particularly want to move to. Um, but I accepted because um, I, I know how lucky I am. Um, and I've made my home my own. Um, best of neighbours. Um, lovely house, four bedroom house, which is going to be soon five because um, I'm getting a wet room put in for my child. And so we're very lucky in that sense. I think you just need to make your home your home. It doesn't matter where it is. Um, and just be just be happy. And the fact that it's in Dublin as well means even more. Um, I just think some people are too picky, to be quite honest with you, um, and too ungrateful. And they have this um, sense of entitlement, which nobody should have. Um, so, yeah, Joanna. Okay, thanks very much indeed, Joanna. And I know, of course, in your situation too, you had a child uh, who has a disability, which made it a bit more difficult. That's obviously why you're getting your wet room as well. Um, and I think under those circumstances, everybody would understand what your, your needs are, of course. Hi, now. Um, I work as a postman. I'm not going to say where I am exactly. Um, uh-huh. But... Is your name Pat? There's a council house on my run that a family ran, or moved into there about... 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, but they refused to move into it until the council built the stables for the horses. Oh. Now, they've moved out there about five months ago, I'd uh-huh. say, and that house is still sitting empty. 
yeah. with the bins outside front gate still. Yeah. Well, so, and it's a house, now believe me, that anybody would be proud to be living in. So, yeah. So it just goes to show exactly what the councils are doing around the country. Well, didn't we see that during the presidential election the last time? Didn't Peter Casey make an issue of that? There were houses that were given to members of the travelling community and they wouldn't accept them unless they built stables out the back. Do you remember that whole argument that time? Because it's part of their culture. Now, even even if they weren't travellers, by the way, nobody should be entitled to a stable in their house based, paid for by the taxpayer. You know what I mean? I'd like a big garage to keep some Ferraris in if I could afford a Ferrari. Um, but nobody's going to give me that out of taxpayer's money. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you want to have a horse, you uh, you pay for the livery yourself or the stables yourself to mind the horse in. It's not my fault, not my responsibility. The council in this country is a holy disgrace in any way. Holy I was disgrace. waiting 15 years. I was on the housing list. And actually, I'm still waiting. Yeah. But um, they never got back to me. They need to change their policies. They need to get their finger out of their backsides or their heads out of their backsides. And if anybody refuses a place, that's it. That's the bottom line. They refused. That's their problem. You know, I don't think they should be getting offers of uh, two and three choices. They should be given. They should take what they're given and be grateful for that. Yeah, take, well, I would agree with you. Um, in probably 90% of cases, they should take what they're given. There are some genuine exceptions to that rule. Uh, but in 90% of cases, uh, they should take what they're given. These excuses, and I have to say the funniest one I heard was, it was in the paper last year, that a family had refused a council house when contacted by the council. They were in Spain. I believe this was in, in and around the end of June. And they told the council, your grand, because the council obviously wants them to come and see it, you're grand, you can give it to someone else. We won't be home till the end of the summer. They were away in Spain, living in Spain for the summer. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.